during the course of a presidential election year, the election process for the president and vice president goes forward within a familiar timeline of events. At the same time, these events are taking place a related series of procedures that governs the actions of the Electoral College progresses on a parallel track. This episode focuses on the Electoral College timeline for the 2020 presidential election. Presidential elections, the nomination, and election campaign timeline. In a presidential election year, campaigns for the nation's highest office includes a number of sequence processes and events that take place over a period that may begin years before the election day. Broadly defined, these include the informal campaign of a candidate declaration, fundraising, organizing, and inter-party debates. Various start times through February of the election year, the formal nomination campaign in which candidates contest nominating caucuses and primaries February through July. The national party conventions where the presidential and vice presidential candidates are nominated is from July to August. The general election campaign, August through November, including presidential and vice presidential debates, September through October, and the general election day on November 3rd, 2020. The Electoral College Timeline, May 2020 through January 6, 2021. During the election campaign, a series of events related to the Electoral College's operation proceeds on a parallel timeline, which overlaps both the nomination and general election timelines. It includes nomination of candidates for the office of elector, choice of the electors by the voters on general election day, assortment of results in the states, meeting and votes by electors in their respective states, and reporting the results as directed by law. It culminates with the joint session of Congress at which election votes are counted and the president and vice president are declared to be elected. The Electoral College timeline is governed by U.S. Code at 3 U.S.C. Section through Section 1 through 18, the 12th and 20th Amendment to the Constitution and state laws and political party rules. May through August 2020, the candidates for the elector nominated. State political parties, organizations, and other groups on the general election ballot includes minor parties and independent candidates, nominates a ticket or state of candidates for the office of elector for president and vice president in each state. The number of elector candidates nominated by each party is equal to the state's number of electoral votes. Most elector candidates are nominated by their state party central committees or a um, state party convention. Electoral candidates may not be U.S. Senators, U.S. Representatives, or anyone holding an office of trust or profit under the United States.
In practice, nominees tend to be a mixture of state and local elected officials, party activists, local and state celebrities, and ordinary citizens. Faithless electors are electors independent or bound to vote for the people's choice. The role of presidential electors has been widely debated. Some observers claim they are free agents, while others maintain they must vote for the candidate to whom they are pledged. Although this is not required by the Constitution, from time to time, some of these faithless electors have voted against their party's nominees. Although they have never influenced the presidential election outcome, 33 states and the District of Columbia have laws or party regulations in place that require electors to vote for the people's choice in their state. In some states, faithless electors may be, be replaced or may be subject to various penalties. On July 6, 2020, the Supreme Court ruling on faithless electors, Chalaflo v. Washington, the constitutionality of state measures to prohibit or penalize faithless electors have been debated for many years. On July 6, 2020, the Supreme Court ruled in Chalafla v. Washington that state laws penalizing or replacing faithless electors are constitutionally valid. November 4th through December 14, 2020, counting the popular vote and filing certificates of assertment. Following Election Day, the states are to count and eventually certify the vote according to their respective obligations and procedural requirements. When the states have completed the vote count and ascertain the official result, the U.S. Code 3 U.S.C. Section 6 requires the state governors to prepare as soon as practical, certificates of assertment of the vote. The certificates must list the names of the electors chosen by the voters and the number of votes received in the popular election results. The names of all other candidates for the elector and the number of votes they received. Certificates of assertment, which are often signed by state governors, must also carry the seal by state governors, must also carry the seal of the state. One copy is forwarded to the Archivist of, of the United States, while six duplicates copies of the Certificate of Assertment must be provided to the Electoral College delegation in each state, not later than the date on which they are scheduled to meet, December 14, 2020. December 8, 2020, the Safe Harbor Deadline. The U.S. Code 3 U.S.C. Section 5 provide that a contested election in any state, if the state prior to the election day has enacted procedures to settle controversies or contests over electors or electoral votes, and if these procedures have been applied and results have been determined six days before the electors' meetings, these results 
are considered to be conclusive and will apply in the counting of the electoral votes. This date, known as Safe Harbor Deadline, falls on December 8th in 2020. The governor of any state where there was a contest and in which the contest was decided accordingly to establish um, state procedures is required by 3 U.S.C. Section 6 to send a certificate describing the form and manner by which the determination was made to the archivist as soon as practical. December 14, 2020. The Electoral College delegation meet and vote. Monday after the second Wednesday in December of the presidential election years is set by 3 U.S.C. Section 7 as the date on which the electors meet and cast their votes. In 2020, the meeting date falls on December 14th. The Electoral College delegation meets separately in their re respective states and the District of Columbia at places designated by um, state legislatures. The electors vote by paper ballot, casting the ballot for the president and one for the vice president. The electors count the results and then sign six certificates each on which contain two lists, one including votes for the president and the other votes for the vice president, each of which in includes the names of persons receiving votes and the number of votes cast for them. These are known as certificates of the vote, which the electors are required to sign. They then pair the six certificates of assortment provided by the state governors with the um, certificates of the vote and sign, seal, and certify them. 3 U.S.C. Section 8 through 10. The six certificates are then dispatched by registered mail to officials listed below. Uh, one certificate to the president of the U.S. Senate, which is the vice president. Two, two certificates to the um, Secretary of State of the um, state on equivalent state official of the jurisdiction in which the electorate met. Three, two certificates to the archivists. And four, one certificate to the judge of the U.S. District Court of the district in which the electors met. That falls under 3 U.S.C. Section 11. On December 23, 2020, the results are delivered to designated officials. Certificates of the electoral vote results from the states and the District of Columbia must be delivered to the officers that I mentioned previously by the fourth Wednesday in December in 2020, December 23rd, which is governed by 3 U.S.C. Section 12. Failure to deliver um, certificates by December 23rd, 2020. If the certificates from any state have not been, been delivered by December 23rd, 2020, the president, of, the president of, of, of the Senate or in their absence, the archivist, is required to request the Secretary of State or equivalent officer in that state to send one of the copies they hold to the president of the Senate by registered mail, which is governed by 3 U.S.C. Section 12 and 13. The code also directs them to send a messenger to the judge of the U.S. District Court in the state directing the judge to transmit the um, certificate they hold by 
hand to the seat of the government. January 6, 2021. Joint session of Congress to count electoral votes and declare official election results. On January 6, or another date set by law, the Senate and the House of Representatives assemble at 1 p.m. in a joint session at the Capitol in the House chamber to count the electoral votes and declare the results. Under section um, 3 U.S.C. Section 15, the Vice President presides as the President of the Senate. The Vice President opens the certificates and presents them to four tellers, two from each chamber. The tellers read and make a list of the returns. When the votes have been ascertained and counted, the tellers transmit them to the Vice President. If one of the tickets have received a majority of 270 or more electoral votes, the Vice President announces the results, which shall be deemed an insufficient declaration of the persons, if any, elected President and Vice President. Challenges to the electoral vote returns. While the tellers announce the results, members may object to the returns from any individual state as they are announced. Objection to individual state returns must be made in writing by at least one member, each of the Senate and House of Representatives. If an objection meets these requirements, the joint session recesses and the two houses separate and debate the question in their re respective chambers for a maximum of two hours. The two houses then vote separately to accept or reject the uh, objection. They reassemble in a joint session and announce the results of their re respective votes. An objection to a state electoral vote must be approved by both houses in order for any contested vote to be ex excluded. January 20, 2021. The President and Vice President are inaugurated. On this date, the President and the Vice President are to be inaugurated. The 20th Amendment sets the date for inaugurations as January 20th, beginning in 1937. Since 1981, the ceremony has, with one exception, been held at the west front of the Capitol. The Vice President takes the oath, first following, followed at noon by the President.